Hi, welcome to Anto Knows. This is episode 106. We're continuing our adventures with Rom. Don't worry, we'll talk about Spider-Verse next time on Anto Knows because that was a really great film, and we have a lot to talk about that. But we have to conclude our adventures with Rom. The big news about Rom is that we will get a compendium, which is a soft cover version of all the issues, so you don't have to go to every comic book store and look for every issue or go on auctions and try to buy every issue and, and so forth. You can buy this one big compendium and eventually discover the world of Rom because Marvel bought the rights back to that and the Micronauts. So it's really, uh, really great. I probably will buy that compendium too. So we're going where we left off on issue 62. Just be, uh, The amendment between issue 62 is that there's something big that happens in this issue, and we'll talk about why this happens in, uh, at the end when we talk about the annuals. We'll talk about all the annuals. There are only a couple of them. At the end. So in this truth or consequences, Brandy is now separated from the armor of Starshine. Rom is extremely happy for her because there's one thing that our good friend Rom wants more than anything is to be human again. But poor old Brandy, and this poor girl's gone through a lot. She lost her boyfriend who was going to get married to her. She lost her hometown, practically everybody she knew. She lost her parents. And now she can't even be a space knight anymore. Okay, so uh, Rom is kind of reluctant to continue his fight here against the rapes, but now he's, he's going through. Uh, Rom alerts the government to create a weapon similar to his neutralizer and young soldiers use it in battle against the rapes. Issue 63, Space Night Nightmare. The rapes continue to terrorize everyone on Earth. Earth uh, forces build a giant resist, uh, a giant nullarizer in space to close their uh, uh, thing that they're planning. The rapes plan to destroy the sun. Brandy deals with life without being a Space Night armor. Rom helps Earth's forces, but they are beginning to be attacked by rapes and being infiltrated by rapes. Because this is that new generation of rape that not just imitates people, they take everything. And now, th this cover is very creepy and apropos, and even though this was made in the 80s. Issue 64, the end is here. So the cover has a, uh, says, the end is near, and that's crossed off, and it says the end is here. The whole world, by, by war, Rom does what he can to help Brandy, Rick Jones, and Georgia do what they can to help uh, human survival. Rom seems to uh, surrounded by his people even face imminent disaster. Issue 65, Final Confrontation. Or the final confrontation. Rhyme is completely surrounded by rapes. Earth is is uh, dealing with problems in space as the rapes move to destroy everything. Rom, as uh, Earth's heroes, finally come to lend Rom aid, led by Captain America. That's the group of superheroes. Brandy, Rick, and Georgia. 
and uh, lead Earth's forces with, you know, as pressurized suits so they can't be attacked by the wraiths and big heavy-duty laser guns. Uh, Rom helps the astronauts in space to close the wraith rift, this big hole, like the black sun, like the police sing about, on the hole to close it. Okay? So... Captain America throws his shield at one of the wraiths and says, Avengers, assemble. So everyone here, no matter who they are, Defender or a member of the Soviet secret soldiers or whoever, is now an honorary Avenger. And they're basically going to kick the stuffing out of the wraiths. So every war, unfortunately, has a day after, which is really terrible. Issue 66, the day after. Earth heroes... Complete the wiping out the wraiths. Rom sends them all back to limbo. Earth forces continue. Rom and is decided that he is going to have to leave Earth and go back to Galador because there's a lot of problems that are still there that he has to kind of mop up and find out what's happened to his home planet. Mind you, he's an alien. He he doesn't really live here. Uh, he's got to find out what's going on in his home world and what what problems did he leave behind. Brandy wants to go with him because she really doesn't have and She wishes that she could still be Starshine. But Rom remains and says to her, look, there's nothing more better than I what I would want is what you have, which is to be human, okay? So he takes her hand, gives it to Rick and to the to poor Georgia because she's lost her parents. Rick has cancer and really doesn't have anybody. You need somebody. You could be this family's mother and take care of these two people. And so she she kisses Rom goodbye and Rom leaves Earth to go to Galador. My fate lies among the stars. Story over? You think that story's over? It would end with issue 66? No. And what's nice is that they had all the same writer. So they're always still a little bit of an aftermath. It's like, what happened on Galador and so forth? If they ended here, I would have probably said, well, that's that sort of leaves the door open for more stuff to come. So they they continue. Okay? 60, issue 67. Life song. Rhyme battles a scorpion creature that goes to battle where everyone seems to be happy and they still everything inside a temple at night to go, and then they go to sleep. Uh, this is what we call filler stories. 68, Trap Between Man and Machine. Rom fights some human boys and his, his way to Galador. Rom, who was uh, was one of uh, their, their bad guys, finds out that there he is, is not. Together they fight the robots and their planet is, gets destroyed. Issue 69 by Ego's Command. Now, Ego is a longtime uh, villain who is a giant planet, a living planet, okay? He appeared in the Fantastic Four. Yes, he appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So here he is a giant planet. The best... Uh, Visual interpretation I could give you in the Fantastic Four cartoon, they had him battle uh, Galactus, sort of this anti-life force. He has. He almost beat Galactus doing that. Rom fights some of the uh, 
uh, rump fights, and that the other space knights have been attacked by Ego, the living planet, an old Marvel villain, and he's uh, trapped there, and he saves all the space knights from them and repels Ego. Issue 70, The Hidden God. Rom and the space knights find an alien colony and find that the wraiths are being controlled by the space knight. He basically has enslaved them. And the space knight, want, he went to their world to fight the wraiths, and instead of destroying them, he enslaved them and became their king. So, or, or their god. Ron confronts him and saying, you know, that he's, uh, fits the brainwashed them, and all the wraiths back to limbo, and leaves the space knight with nothing. Uh, issue 71, Rip to Shreds. The uh, fallen space knight decides to join Rom to go back to Galador. Rick's cancer gets worse, and they find another space knight to help her on their fight against the wraiths. Issue 72, One Step Beyond. This is a tie-in to Secret Wars 2. Okay, another amendum. What is Secret Wars 2? Secret Wars, the first one, was kind of brought together by a fan. Marvel needed a giant event to bring all the heroes uh, together. So they got an action figure line from this. If you're lucky and you have all those action figures, don't throw them away because they're worth actually quite a deal of money. Even loose. So... Because nobody learns from success, they decided, let's do a Secret Wars 2. And so this time, there's this very powerful being called the Beyonder. And he's like a godlike being. And he decides, instead of just finding out, you know, what's the difference between good and evil, he decides to follow the heroes to Earth and find out what makes them tick. So, uh... Ram is on her, so he uh, finds Brandy, Rick, and Georgia and gives them their fondest wishes. What does Brandy want? Brandy wants to be Starshine again, so she he grants it to her. Rick wants to be a hero and, is cancer, and be cancer-free. And poor little Georgia wants to be reunited with her parents, so the Beyonder grants all this. But he realizes that he can't, it can't be permanent. So after this adventure, they go to the rape world. They free... Uh, they find the essences of George's parents. They go back to Earth, and they give George her parents. He's, uh, so he eventually says to them, Well, Rick, I'll do this for you. Your cancer is free. You no longer have cancer. You can, be, you can rejoin the Avengers or do whatever you want. George, I know you want to be reunited with your, your loving parents. So they take her by the hand, and she's free of the diarrhea forever. And that leaves poor old Brandy. Poor Brandy. What do you really want, Brandy? And she says, I want to go to Galador, and I want to find Rom. Granted. So, no longer a space knight. She's granted all the way across the galaxy to make it to Galador. Issue 73, Strangers in Paradise. Brandy arrives on Galador and thinks it is paradise. So there's like little rabbits running around. There's bushes, trees. But she finds that she's attacked by space knights and these human hybrid creatures that look like angels. And now Terminator has overthrown the leader of Galador. And he's become this very all-powerful space knight and he's decided 
He wants to wipe out the remainder of humanity so that he can be ruler and rule over any of the space knights that don't fall under his law. He's going to just eliminate them. Okay? And so the, 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 there's only one way to stop this. Ram arrives on Galador. Issue 74. This was the last issue I needed to collect to get my collection complete, by the way. Code of Honor. The Space Knights battle each other, and the humans become, get in the way, and they get exterminated by Terminator. Yes, that's his name, Terminator. Uh, he declares himself dictator. Ra, Brandy and Rom finally confess their love to one another, and in this very touching scene, they hold on to each other, he says, after this is over, I want to be with you. And Ram says, even if it's just a dream, even though it's just, you know, that. And she says, yes. So she's human. He's a, he's a space knight. They're still going to try to work this out, I guess. So he battles. He eventually, the, a final battle begins between Terminator and Ram. They challenge him to a code of honor, the code of honor of Galador. One man answers for the leadership of Galador. 75, the end. And yes, this, uh, this stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Very rarely do comics ever have that. Ryan fights Terminator, and Brandy finds uh, another suit of armor that, that Terminator had taken over. Remember Rom versus Rom? That, that was what, where his humanity was. Rom, she finds her, her humanity. But... Terminator's humanity, which was hidden behind his throne, gets destroyed in the previous battle. So he is so heartbroken by this that he can never be human again. He he kills himself, and Rom uh, he begs Rom to kill him. So Rom kills him, and that and that's it. So the Space Knights, you know, said you you're the greatest Space Knight of us all. You've sacrificed so much. And they said, what can we do to reward you, the greatest of the Space Knights? And Rom says, I want to be human. I just want to be human. Live my life with Brandy and take her as my wife. So the Knights are like, granted. So he gets his happy ending. His last issue has this beautiful cover with them looking up to the star. This reminds me a lot of a Twilight Zone story called Two, where there is no dialogue in it. And the other one is Probe 7, Obert, and Out. Because at the end, the fella says, my name's Adam. What's your name? And she says, Eve. So that's what happens to Rom and Brandy. While the Space Knights uh, all go off to the to fight the Raves in the galaxy, there's still Raves out there. There's still other problems out there. They all go off to find their destiny among the stars. While Brandy... And Rom join hands and work together to rebuild Galador and become the new Adam and the new Eve. A fitting ending. So let's talk about the annuals. Now you're going to probably say to me, if you don't collect comics, what's an annual? Now back in my time when I was younger, there was annuals. They still do annuals every now and then. But they basically will attach, sometimes a big, big event happens in it, and you're like, wow, that, I'm glad I read that annual. But annuals were kind of like a minority kind of thing. The regular series, and they would have an annual or a special or a king-size annual. 
which would have multiple stories. Like if they were doing a giant event like Elias Attacks or the Evolutionary War or some other big event that involved the High Evolutionary or Galactus or the Kree or the Skrulls or somebody like that and it involved everybody in the universe, uh, it would usually take place either in the regular book or in the annual. So here are Rom's annual. Rom Annual Number One, and this is from 1982. Everybody remember where they were in 82? Uh, the comp begins a start of conf- confrontation between Rom and battle of him, and their com- confrontation between each other. Rom's mission and human uh, and he, human forces continue. Rom Annual Two. This is 1983. Rom is in outer space and he confronts the, the diorafts. We also get a backup story about Galador. Here is a really significant one. So if you're going to collect this series, definitely get your hands on it. It's a beautiful cover, by the way, too. Rom Annual 3, 1984, the end of a space night. So this is the story that happens to poor Brandy. I feel sorry for this girl. Poor thing. Rom and Brandy are having problems. Now... She loves him, he loves her, but just like in life, there are always complications. Her problem is she's starting to basically become more mechanical, more of a space knight. The mission, the mission is what is important. And Rom's like looking at her and he says, Brandy. And he says, she's like, don't call me that. I am Starshine. And Rom's like, she's given up most of her humanity. Man, something that he was always afraid that would happen to him. So they're confronting the Wraiths and the New Mutants. Remember them? They were a great, they were sort of like a junior X-Men with Cannonball and a bunch of others. And I think uh, Warlock was a part of that, a lot of other different mutants from them. Uh, there was an American Indian girl. It was all kinds of stuff. And Professor Xavier on a, a uh, camping trip. A young boy, they use a lot of biblical ideas from these stories, is pulled out of a river during a group of people are going out of baptism. So they think he's a miracle child, right? He has strange powers, and they're thinking this priest is like, wow, who's he? Turns out, nope. Remember who he is? The hybrid. Now, they had thought they had destroyed them. Uh, Kitty Pride thought she destroyed him. So did Rogue. She thought she destroyed him. But turns out he survived. The hybrid. Uh, so eventually, uh, Starshine gets wind. The Wraiths, you know, this has something to do with the hybrid. So she confronts the hybrid. And the hybrid uh, confronts her. And she's, he's way too more powerful than to take her on by herself. So he just takes her. And takes the armor off of her like she was wearing a costume. Turns her back into a regular human. Now he gives her clothes, I guess, you know. And he says, here, sit on this chair. You're going to be my queen. I will breed with you. And we will have hybrid uh, mutant uh, hybrids. And uh, half wraith, half human. And we'll be together. Poor Brandy can't do anything to stop Rom. And the new mutants, they're, they're thinking that, you know, oh, it's a mutant, and it's the same problem the X-Men had, the same problem that even the uh, Brother of Evil Mutants had. They all team up together, 
and confront the hybrid and defeat him. Brandy uh, is sad she can no longer be fight anymore alongside Rom. Lord give it, Lord take it away. That's basically it. Rom Annual Number Four, 1985. Bow against the Empire. Rom follows the Space Knights and meets the Shi'ar Empire. They're the ones that are always fighting against the Skrulls, the same group of aliens, and they've helped out the X Men. Eventually, Professor Xavier went to live with them and the Shi'ar Emperor. And uh, they have this fellow, he kind of like their Superman, his name is Guardian. Okay? So the original artist and the original toy creator was Green Mac, and they were done by Parker Brothers. Uh, Rom moved to IDW Comics because he was sold from Parker Brothers to Hasbro. Hasbro tried to create their own universe with all these characters. So they owned the rights at this at that time. They owned the rights to My Little Pony, Transformers, G.I. Joe, Inhumanoids, Mask, Gemini Holograms, uh, and everything else that was associated with. They did a giant team up together against the Dyrafts and everything. You could probably find it. And Mask and the Micronauts, too. But the Micronauts and Rom got sold back to Marvel because I guess they just couldn't do anything. Uh, Rom was originally joined by Sal Bindes and was written by Bill Morrow. He uh, was a really great writer, and he's the co-creator of Rocket Raccoon. If you remember at the end of Guardian of the Galaxy Volume 1, you see a little tribute to him. He became a lawyer and became a... Um, a fellow to help out like people who needed lawyers who you know really needed them. But one day he was jogging in Central Park and he got hit by a car. And uh, he got a, a brain injury. So he could no longer draw, he could no longer write, and it was very sad. So he ended up in a hospital and now he's in an assistant living facility. So Marvel and Disney now pay for his medical bills until he passes away. Okay? Uh, the later work was also done by Steve Ditko. Now, Steve Ditko is the co-creator and co-artist of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Okay? Many people love his art. They figured that his art is Spider-Man's art. Other artists took it over afterwards. I, I joined after that art. I like Steve Ditko's art. And he was basically self-publishing at this point. He created a character now, Mr. A, and did a few other things here and there, but he needed work. So Stanley had gone on to Hollywood, and his other friends had kind of gone on there too. So he went to Marvel in the 80s and said, I need work. And they said, well, we need the last couple of issues of Rom the Space Knight. Can you handle that? And he went, I'll do it. So he did. So he, he did a couple of things here and there. I don't think he ever drew Spider-Man again, but there you go. He passed away just a few years ago. Uh, one famous British talk show host, uh, who was a huge Spider-Man fan, tried to get an interview with him and did this very famous uh, documentary called Searching for Steve Ditko, but he uh, unfortunately never got the interview with him. And that concludes... Rom's journey. 
Rom is a really interesting character, and when these omnibuses come out, you should definitely seek this out. Or go and, if you want to collect every issue like I did, go for it. Because it's a really great series, and it's a wonderful read. He meets all kinds of other Marvel heroes. I love the idea of him being folded into the Marvel Universe. I know that James Gunn, the guy that did Guardians of the Galaxy, kept pressing Marvel and Disney, give me Rom, I can do a lot of things with him, or I could just have him appear in a background scene or something like that. Every nerd will go crazy, going, oh my God, there's Rom. That would be really great if they did that. Maybe down the road, they'll talk to him again and say, yep, we want to do a Rom movie, or we want to do with something with him and the Micronauts. That would be really interesting. Okay, next time on Antonio's, yes, we'll go across the Spider-Verse. We'll talk about everything Spider-Verse, and we'll talk about what a different movie it is. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine, and he said he didn't know it was a a two-parter. I kind of knew that going in, but it's pretty crazy. And the movie-going experience. I'll see you again on another Antonio's. Uh.